Do you think anybody has ever gotten in trouble with Amazon for returning too much stuff? No. Are you sure? Yes. It's a fear of mine uh, fairly regularly because I, I'm thriving off of Amazon right now. I haven't been to a shopping mall in six months. I haven't been to like a big, I've, I've been to Target maybe three times. I haven't been to like a big we're laying low Retail- over here. Yeah, retailer. Uh, I'm, my public outings are supermarkets, Costco, and a couple of outdoor restaurants. Yeah. That's it. And so everything comes in during. And, and so w- when I have to buy stuff that requires an, a, compar- a comparison, sometimes what I'll do is I'll buy both items knowing that I'm going to return one of them, or sometimes mm-hmm. both if I don't like either. And Every now and again, it just pops into my head. I wonder if Amazon's going to call and go, hey, Mr. Dollar, you're returning too much. It's not financially smart for us to keep you as a customer. You're fired. Yeah, I don't think they do that. I think now if you were like scamming them or constantly saying like, oh, my package never showed up even though it did or and you were creating patterns like that, that you could probably get banned for. But returns, no. All right. I thought of it just the other day because with this new computer in our studio – I bought a monitor with the computer, but then I found one on Amazon that I thought I would like better. And I, I mean, it was in the house less than an hour. Like it arrived. You're like, yeah, I, I don't like unpacked it. it. I hooked it up. I'm like, this isn't going to work out. Packed a bag up, printed the return label. And then in my head, I thought, I wonder if I just set a flag up at Amazon. Like, what's this guy up to? It's called Amazon Paranoia. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that the kitchen in our new home is bigger than the kitchen in our old home. Um, Is because, this the biggest kitchen you've ever had? Because I like to cook. I don't think it's actually physically. It's just um, spacious. Bigger. It's just because it, it's. Yeah. It the just, floor it, plan's open. The floor. It's got more room. So mm-hmm. I just feel I enjoy cooking and I feel almost like I should, I have my own little cooking show. <laughs> my name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for our home studio. I'm in pajamas right now. <laughs> it's great. Um, yesterday we got a 3d ultrasound of our baby and Jeff, what'd you think? It was such a cute little sponge. It's funny. Cause I said to Cal, she called me from the ultrasound or texted me from the doctor's appointment. Cause I couldn't go. And you had two rounds of ultrasounds. So you caught, and I was going to, I was allowed to FaceTime for the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the first one. I obviously wasn't there. So I said, how'd she look? Like two ears, nose, 10 fingers, everything good. And Callie responds with, yes, also two kidneys, four heart chambers, and ribs. Like, <laughs> I think those are all the things you need. Yeah. And then those put, are all good put it all together in the right order and plug slot A into slot B and boom, you it's got yourself an IKEA baby. Um, but I can never tell really what you're thinking 
because we've done two ultrasounds at one of those little places that just does ultrasounds and they're non-medical. So Jeff could be a part of it. Then this is the first one that we've had that the doctor was like, yeah, you can FaceTime him. So he's included and Jeff gets really quiet and then he doesn't say anything. So I'm not really sure like where he's at. Well, today, are you talking about in all of them or are you talking about just today? Well, the first one you were freaked out. The second one, you didn't say much, but you seemed calmer. And then this one, you didn't say a whole lot. Like you asked questions, but then I got home. I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, she looks so cute. I can't even handle it. And she's just the most adorable creature I've ever seen in my entire life. And I was so excited and I get home and I'm like ready to be excited with Jeff. And he's like, yeah. So, um, about this part or this part or this part, did she say like he, I could tell that you were anxious. Well, number one, for whatever reason, I was really anxious yesterday. I just had anxiety Mm -hmm. actually, um, yesterday and Monday. And I don't know why, which is the worst. Such the worst. But I just had that feeling in my stomach, like the anxiety feeling. So one, I was feeling just generally anxious. And two, I think, and I don't like this about myself, but I think, I know that my brain is naturally, or my brain processes things like a problem solver right? You like to poke holes in things. I like to poke holes in everything. So she, the ultrasound technician was like, this looks great. This looks like this, this is good. This is good. This is good. I just want to let you know that this number is the top threshold of, of where it should be. So we want to keep an eye on that. And this is good. And this is good. And this is good. And what's the only thing I focus on? The threshold. Right. She was the doctor, by the way. Oh, okay. The doctor. Oh, so the first one was the ultrasound. Yeah. Oh, so that was your friend. Yeah. Oh, I would have been nicer to her. <laughs> I didn't realize that was Callie the, and it went to high school with the woman who's her. My perinatal specialist is yeah. the girl I went to high school with. I didn't, I, didn't, I thought it was reverse. I thought you saw her first. No. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I just, I hate myself for doing that. Like I just focus on that because I, because my brain naturally goes, okay, what if that number continues to go up and it becomes a, a, you know, a situation, how are we going to handle it? What do we do? What are the processes? What are all the possible outcomes and how do we handle every one of them? And she said in the appointment, she's like, don't Google it. It's not worth it. Like it's not that big of a deal. And I knew that Jeff was going to Google it. I didn't Google it. Oh, you didn't? No, I'm reading. Look at the stack of books over there. Oh, you knew from your dad books. I and the, I have moms on call over there. I knew from my books. Oh, look at my you! My crib sheets, all of it. I knew all of it. So the minute she brought up uh, that number, I knew what the the healthy range was. And then when she said what the the number was, I was like, oh, that's right on the cusp. Yeah. And so I just I don't know. I wish my brain didn't do that. Yeah. But are you able, are you past it now? Like, are you able to soak in how cute and awesome our healthy baby is? I did yesterday afternoon um, bef- when you came home to pick up that package to take over to your parents' house. Mm-hmm. Um, I was upstairs and and I saw that you posted a picture of her and I looked at the picture and I'm like, huh, she's pretty perfect. Jeez. Like I just stared at it for a little while. So, <laughs> that, I, but I think, I don't know. I want to be as excited as you, but I'm going to be excited to hold her. 
Like a but pe- are you going to be excited to hold her? Or when she gets here, are you going to be like, okay, what is this? Is there a scratch on her? Is there a scratch? Did she come up with a scratch? Does no. this mean she's hurt? If there's a scratch on her, I can handle that. If I am in control, right, mm-hmm. I can handle that. So if she has a fever, I can, that's data that I have that that's controllable because I can okay. say, okay, if if the baby has a fever of this degree for this long, that's when you call the pediatrician. It's, it's written and it's okay, you and I discuss it. it, whatever. But if some random number is at its top threshold, I don't know what that means. Yeah. I just mean, I just know in my book, it said it's going to be between this and this, you know? Yeah. And it's like- so that it's so I have to assume that it's going to get higher, or maybe it was at its bottom threshold. I don't remember, but I have to assume that it's going to get different, and that we're going to have to. Oh, it, nope, I don't assume it. I prepare mm-hmm. for it to get different, which I know is ridiculous. In a negative way. Yes. Got it. Which I know is ridiculous when you're having a kid, because more so than ever, it goes back to that. I wish I could remember the exact phrase, but it's the, we talked about it before. How do you make God laugh? Make plans. Right. You know, like it's like, I know I'm well aware of that. Here's my question. We have a friend that goes to, it's like Mayo Clinic or something every year and gets one of those. He goes to to the um, Cleveland Cleveland Clinic Clinic. where the debate was just held. Okay. So he goes head to toe every single year Uh and gets one of those extreme physicals. It takes what, like two days, but they can tell you everything about your body. Now, would you do that? Or would you be scared of the data that they would give you because you would be like, oh, wow. Okay. I wasn't worried about myself before, but now I am because they said my whatever levels are. I am fine as long as the data isn't Let's keep an eye on this. So, so if you went to Cleveland Clinic with that guy and got a full workup and they're like, here are the three areas we need to keep an eye on, you would be a mess. I would say, I don't want to keep an eye on it. How do I fix it? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like I go to the doctor and when I go every year for my annual physical, um, one of my, something in my blood is a little bit lower than, than normal. Mm-hmm. And for the first couple of years, they would make me come in a month later. Mm-hmm. So they would say your whatever white cell count is on the low end of where it should be. So we want you to come back in 30 days. And then I come back in 30 days and it's exactly the same. Like it hasn't dropped. And like, okay, we want you to come back in 90 days. So for two years, I did that. Mm-hmm. And I just have a low, whatever that is. Like my body naturally yeah. is low in that area. So now every year that comes up. And I go, yeah, let's just go back and look at the notes. Like every, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I don't know where I'm going with that. Maybe I was just, I was to, just asking you if you would be scared to get one of those crazy. Um, oh, where I'm going is. Physicals. Dur- the first year that happened, I was freaked out because I'm like, what does that mean? And so I go look up whatever is low in my blood. I go look it up mm-hmm. and find out all the possible ailments that could be causing that. And I came up with a plan of attack for every single one of them. Got it. But now I go and they're like, hey, you're on the low end of the white cell count thing or whatever it is. And I'm like, yeah, no big deal. Yeah, got it. So does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but what are you? what did you think? Oh my gosh, I was so excited. I The picture you I'm posted just, is pretty cute with your smushed up little face and your four little fingers up there like – 
like right next to her face. She's so cute. Um, I was expecting her to look a little more like you. Really? Because in the last one, she definitely looked like you. Um, I sent the picture to my mom. My mom thinks it looks like me when I was a baby. So I don't know. Maybe she'll be a good mix of both of us. Uh, seems like a good time for us to do this. Hormones, hormones, hormones. It's the intense hormone call of the day. About a month after our baby was born, um, my husband and I went to Olive Garden for a little one-hour date night. Um, it was our first time out of the house without the baby. And the server set down my husband's order in front of me. And for whatever reason, I absolutely lost it. I started crying uncontrollably and, you know, wondering if this is what it was going to be like forever. Like if I was always going to be taking a backseat to other people because there was a baby in our lives now. I felt so bad for the girl who was waiting on us. I think she maybe thought she had like ruined me forever. Um, but I was fine an hour later. Uh, Olive Garden is good at home too. And hormones are weird. Um, but I love you guys. I love the show and good luck with baby girl. What's so funny is when you're past the hormone thing, like I remember having a couple moments in our first pregnancy where after it was over and I was like, my hormones were regulated. I was like, I can't believe that that was my thought process. Didn't like, we get in a real, didn't we get sense. in a really bizarre fight in our, in your first pregnancy in our first pregnancy where I said after the fact, that was your hormones, right? Which in retrospect, I probably shouldn't have said. I think he said that this pregnancy. Was it this pregnancy? Yeah, it was a fight about um, us moving. And you weren't just making any sense. You were like, we just have to stay here. We can't, there's no other place. There will be no other place. I'm like, well, can we just look? Like, there's no other place. But it only lasted. Yeah, I think like, it's probably, the, I think you probably never say, is this your hormones? Like, I think, I think I, it's just like not the best thing to say. But I think I said it the next day, didn't I? Like after it was all over and like the next day. After you, the fight, but not like the you, next day. E you emailed me a couple of houses or something. Yeah. And I'm like, so we are moving? And you're like, yeah, I think we should at least look and see what's out there. I'm like, what? <laughs> what, what happened yesterday? And then I acknowledged it. I, well, and you said, which I'll probably never forget. You were like, is this the way this is going to be for the next six months? Because I can't <laughs> handle it. <laughs> I just imagine the server at Olive Garden bringing two plates of food out and putting the lasagna down in front of the wrong person. And she just bursts into tears. Yeah. And you're like, what's wrong with the lasagna? Uh, okay. I want to share what I think might be my greatest life hack I have ever shared. And this is coming- That's a bold statement. Right. This is coming from the guy who introduced the world to micro-anxieties. Yes, you did. I also proposed the idea of putting on your desktop of your computer a one-use folder, which I regularly get messages from people saying, thank you so much for that concept. One-use folder. You don't remember the one use folder? No. If you are a person who has to like download something just to print it out or has to scan something just to email it and whatever, uh -huh. or for like doing the podcast, like there might be a piece of audio that I have to download that I'm going to never use again. Where do you put it? You delete it. 
But where do you put it in the meantime? And then what happens? You just scan it and delete it. But what if you forget? Then you then you're six months after the fact. You're looking at your desktop. You're looking at your folder, and it says scan zero 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 one. Yeah. And you're like, what was that? Then you have to open it and figure out what to do with it. So anything that you know you're only going to use one time, you put in the one use folder. Got you it. Put it right okay. on your desktop, and then every now and again, just delete that folder. Just go in, delete everything because you've only needed it once. Okay. You're What's not, your current life? At? You're not as sold on that one as I am, but I think that that one is terrific. And here is my my third one, my, my the trifecta, the third victory in the crown jewel of life hacks. Okay. This one is called the halfway house. Okay, please explain. Everybody should have in one or two places of their home a basket of some sort or a, a table, something that's easy to get to. And it can be like public. As a matter of fact, I think it should be like public. It shouldn't be hidden in a closet or anything, but it's for like, yeah, here's where, here's when I invented it. I invented it yesterday because we had to film something in our studio here and I was setting everything up and I was trying to put different cables together. So I was digging through and trying this cable and trying that cable and needed a longer one, needed a shorter one. But I wasn't being good about wrapping them all back up and putting them exactly where they went. Mm -hmm. So what I did is I took one of those extra wicker baskets you had, put it in the little room where the printer is, and I just dumped them all in there because tonight I'm going to go through them, wrap them all up and put them back where they belong. So it's like your to-do pile. It's a halfway house. It's, it's a halfway house. It's where you go from where wherever whatever your use was, right? Mm -hmm. Before before you get home. It's a halfway house. Hmm. So you just put stuff in there and then you commit to once a week cleaning out your halfway house. Interesting. Great. What do you mean interesting? Brilliant. Well, I'm thinking my first thought is. Can I think I, it's Can brilliant. I still get a 2020 Nobel Peace Prize for this? Or are they all? <laughs> I know they've started to announce them. I know they gave one to a black hole person, a hepatitis C person. And then the halfway house inventor. Yes. Um, here's what I think that there are going to be some people listening right now that are like, oh my gosh, you just changed my life. I people know. like you. It's yes. your, Jeff has this like very specific group of people that listen to this podcast that kind of are Jeff. <laughs> like they're kind of Jeffs. And I'm so sorry that you are. But they get you. Like you have know, people I'm that are like, so oh my God, we're so similar. And every time you talk about something about the way your brain functions, light bulbs go off. It's the same people every time that message you and you are like, oh my gosh, I totally get you. Or the people that message me and it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so Jeff. Um, I Here's the problem that I think it would create for me if it's in a basket or whatever. That to me is a black hole for my ADD. It's not because you have to commit to once a week cleaning it out or twice a week or. But I think I have to either do it right then or. In a in an ideal world, you would do it right then. Yeah. And here's another for example. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. you ready for this for example? Okay. After we mo moved into this new house, we had to put like a picture up in one room. Okay. Yeah. We had to uh, put a. Uh, a curtain rod up in another room. We had to build a 
dresser from Ikea in another room, okay? So it would be impractical to carry the toolbox from room to, if we're working on separate right. projects, we're not going to carry the toolbox. So you're going to get a couple tools out of one for the Ikea dresser. I'm going to get a couple tools for the, you know, tr curtain rod, whatever, mm -hmm. okay? And then when you're done, if you, if, if we both work right up until time that the doorbell rings and the, and the pizza's there, we're not going to go out to the garage and put the tools back exactly where they go in the toolbox. We dump them in the halfway house. Okay. So and where then, would mine be? You can put it wherever you want. I know. But when you've noticed about me that there's like stuff around, like where, like, I'm trying to think about how this would be functional for me. It might not. It might, you, it might be just for me. For me, it was great for like the cables and stuff. Yeah. Because rather than have to, because what I normally would have done, because it's on a time crunch, like we had to start at 1030 or whatever. Normally what I would have done is just thrown them back in the box where all my cables go. Got it. Causing a micro anxiety. Which, and then my cable box would have been all jostled. And you don't, can't have a jostled cable box. Clearly. So. Got it. So I put them in the halfway house. And then tonight I'll put them properly in the cable box and it'll feel great. Good. I'm so excited for you. And that is my Nobel Peace Prize winning halfway house life hack. You're welcome. Everybody's lives are looking a little bit different right now, especially for you parents. And while you might not be able to go to as many fun places as you normally would have this time of year, you can bring a fun activity straight to your kids and straight to your doorstep. Your child can get super cool hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered to your door every month with, with a subscription to KiwiCo. Now, I have given um, this subscription to a couple of friends as gifts. Their kids all love it, and there's truly something for every child. Um, I have friends that have the Panda Crate, which is for um, babies, and they get it for their tiny little babies, and it's really, really good. Um, at foundation building for learning for young kids. I also have kids like upwards of eight and nine that I've given crates to that like doing activities and projects with their parents. And then the ages go up to 14. So there really is something for every kid. And I recently gave a subscription to one of my um, good friends, her son turned four. And she said that their first box came with a rainbow theme. So they got to learn all about Roy G. Biv and her son super enjoyed it and helped two more months to look forward to of his Kiwi Crate. KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's something for every kid or kid at heart at KiwiCo. Get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line at kiwico.com slash upside. That's K-I-W-I-C-O.com slash upside. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Now, the service available for people worldwide, they've got everything covered. So whatever area of mental health you are working on, whether it's stress, whether it's depression, whether it's anger, whether it's issues with family members, self-esteem, trauma, sleeping, whatever it is, they've got somebody who is ready to talk to you about it. And here's the thing, they're facilitating great therapeutic matches every day. So they're going to get it right. But if they don't, you can change your counselor for free super easily. Go to betterhelp.com slash upside today. You'll get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside and save 10% off your first month. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with BetterHelp. I am 
eight months pregnant at this point and my body is changing a lot. So I recently ordered, um, a new third love bra and it came and I didn't love the fit. Here's the thing. They have a fit finder quiz. I chose not to take it. I was just thinking, cause you know, I always think I know best. Oh, I'll just kind of go rogue, right? Wound up getting a size that did not fit me. So I texted with one of their fit experts, right? You can do that when you return their bras. And they hooked me up with a new size that fits perfectly. They also explained to me why I had guessed the wrong size because my knowledge of bras and what actually is supposed to fit isn't the way that third love does things, which is great because they truly have designed a bra that is so well fitting. I will never go back to another bra brand. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now, Upside listeners get 10% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash upside now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 10% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash upside. Today's quote of the day, done is better than perfect. Okay. So are you feeling like today's three random things are better than yesterday because I feel like yesterday was a kind of a flop. I think yesterday's random things were random enough. They were fine. I, for whatever reason, just wasn't feeling it. So I probably, I think you I broke let- your, your own rule. I let the random things down. You did let the random things down. Jeff has this rule that if you can't get one of us excited about it, then we shouldn't be doing it. That was my rule for so many years working in radio. Like there, it, it was just, yeah. They, they, all these consultants and stuff would do research on all this crap that you have to talk about and like how, and you have to look at the most popular TV shows and movies and all this other stuff and you have to talk about all this whatever and I I maintained for years for my entire career that if you listen to somebody who is passionate about anything mm-hmm. croissant making you could listen to a person who's passionate about making croissants talk about making croissants for a month straight and love every minute of it. Yeah. Because their passion comes Great. through. Totally. So well, show me your passion in these three random things, technology edition. Yeah, this these all have to do with technology, and I'm excited about technology, so I should um, do these better than yesterday. My first random thing uh, involves passwords and relationships. Okay. All right. According to one company, uh, 40% of the people they surveyed regret sharing passwords with their partner because those relationships eventually ended and they had to change all of their passwords. Have you ever shared passwords with someone you were just dating? Um, I feel like you wouldn't do that. I mean, it depends on what it's for. Like, I don't think I would, like a phone password is fine like a Netflix password is fine, but I don't know. Like a we bank. didn't, we didn't know. I still don't know any of your bank account passwords. You know, mine only cause we have the business stuff now. Yeah. Well, the good news for you is there's nothing in my bank account cause we use yours as the joint account, which is also bad for me because now you see all my spending habits. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I do. All right. So that's number one. So if you're in a new relationship, don't change your password. Four out of 10 people regret it. Uh, Number two, if you've ever wanted to toss your laptop out of the window because of tech problems, you are in the majority. Most Americans deal with five tech-related frustrations every day. 
Wow. This includes slow Wi-Fi, getting bumped off Wi-Fi, login troubles, a dying battery, all those little tiny micro anxieties that are tech related, five per day. I And you know what? The most frustrating one is when you get the thing that says your username or password is incorrect. And you're like, it's literally not. No, it is. Why can't you tell me which one? Like, why does that, why do I have to guess? Oh, you know where my head was at? What? I was at work yesterday and we have the server that you have to log into. Mm -hmm. And it told me my password was incorrect. And I'm like, I literally type this password every day. It's not incorrect. And I typed it in like four times. I eventually have to call the emergency IT number. And they're like, oh yeah, the whole server's down. I'm like, <laughs> okay, so it was not just me. In my last job, I found out that like every 90 days or so, they just reset the passwords. Yeah. You have to create a new one. Yes. After like between 85 and 90 days. And I didn't know that. So I came into work one day and like, it doesn't work. And I worked in radio at the time. So my first thought is like, oh, fired. I've, been, I've been fired. It hasn't even been three months. Uh, but yeah, so it was a survey of 2000 Americans, 80% uh, experience at least one tech frustration every single day. And uh, one in three experience up to five. And uh, this is a little bit tech related. Uh, I saw this and thought that maybe some parents would be interested in schoolcations. There is a, a resort in Orlando. I think it's the Four Seasons. So it's going, to be, it's going to be super expensive. But for a hundred bucks a day, you can go down to the Four Seasons and they will take your kid, put your kid in a socially distant conference room with a desk, paper, pens, uh, camera, what you know, webcam, mm -hmm. uh, computer setup, access to printers, everything the kid needs to virtual learn from Orlando. So you could be out at the pool, hanging out, having a cocktail, enjoying the pool, going to the bar, going to restaurant, nice. whatever you want to do. And your kid is learning. Stuck inside. Learning. Stuck inside. Um, it is the four seasons in Orlando. Um, but do you have a price on that? Well, it's four seasons, so expensive. But know this, uh, that the Great Wolf Lodge in Pennsylvania has started doing it. Oh. And there's a great there's great wolf lodges all over the country, and I think they're more reasonably priced than awesome. the four seasons. So you can go to the Great Wolf Water Park without your kids because they're trapped in a conference room going to school. Those are my three random things. Okay, we have to update – well, was that better than yesterday? Yeah, it was better. Okay. Still wasn't feeling it. Weird. I, I feel like you're struggling with that this week, which I don't know why, because it's usually your favorite thing. Yeah. I don't know. Weird. Uh, we talked on yesterday's show about washing pillows, and Callie and I were both blown away that that's even a thing. Callie texted her mom, who said what? Never heard of it. And I would like to say, to put this in context, my mother was raised by her mother, who is a home economics teacher. So I feel like if my mom didn't learn that, come on. And growing up, my mom was like a super neat freak. Yeah. And I don't ever remember a pillow being washed. Mm -mm. T-Bird sent us a message and she's like, I've never heard of that before yeah. in my life. So I went to Facebook. I went to the Callie and Jeff Facebook group and it start, the conversation starts with uh, Stephanie Kern, who says, I'm 33 years old 
and have never washed a pillow. That's her post. And I'm like, oh, thank goodness we're all in agreement. Wrong. The first few comments are, of course, I've never done that. And then they start coming in. Not all pillows are created equally for washing, but in my house, it's a thing for sure. Been doing it for years. What? Yep. Uh, I wash my pillow very often. I throw bed pillows in the washer one to two times a year. I have always, these are all different comments. I've always washed my pillows. I do have two that can't go in the washer and dryer, but the protective covers do. Uh, I wash my pillows every two weeks. This one's more evenly split than the towel thing. Uh, but yeah, people are 100% washing pillows and washing them regularly. I don't even know how I would do that. There's a lot of complaints from people who've done it and the pillow's never been the same. Well, that, and my other question is, is it a, does that help breed mold somehow? Because it's inside the, well, like no, if it doesn't get, hundred percent dry. Well, you would have to put it in the dryer, probably in the highest setting and then dry it for 30 minutes longer than you think it needs. Would be my guess. Interesting. Because you want to get the very center of it dry. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But there were a lot of people who said, I tried it once and it ruined my pillows. My pillows were never the same. And most people are like, I just buy pillows at Target or Walmart. Yeah, I, I for like four dollars. Yeah, I use them for a year or two. They get lumpy. Time awesome. to get new. Time to get new pillow. Like a, like your mattress. Aren't you supposed to replace your mattress? Not that frequently, but like they say, there was an advertising campaign a few years ago that your mattress weighs twice as much after eight years. That's disgusting. Because of sweat and dead skin. That's disgusting. I find that hard to believe, but uh, that that was that was a thing that was going around a few years ago. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. So here's an awkward situation for you. I have a flower subscription that someone gave me for Christmas last year. Which, by the way, is a great gift. It's an amazing gift. If somebody's hard to shop for, Callie gets an arrangement of flowers. Well, I guess we get an arrangement of flowers uh, the first week of every month. And they last for like a week and a half. It's It's great. Awesome. Best gift ever, right? So we moved, we recently purged, and as you know, flowers come with vases. So we have gotten rid of a lot of vases. Jeff lets me know yesterday when our flower delivery was dropped off for this month that the delivery person has said, hey, this order is different this month because you get to keep this vase. Suggesting that at the end of the year, we will have to return all of the vases from the year to the company and we don't have them because we threw them out. I, and it's very possible that nobody ever told us that, like nobody knew along the way. So we, it's also very possible that that information was in the, you know, every flower arrangement comes with an instruction card, but you never read it. Like you mix the little powder with the water and that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. who reads the instruction card. So it's possible that the flowers every month had a little instruction card that said, don't throw away the vase, we need it back. I feel really awkward. Cause now at this point, since they delivered to us every month, we're friends with these people. Yeah. So it's not like some random, like we've developed a rapport and they're like, hey, do you love this? Do you love it? Like we are friends. And at some point I'm going to have to tell them we threw a handful. We have some. 
uh, not yeah. a lot. We're gonna or we're gonna have to go to Goodwill and buy our own vases back. Yes, if they're still there. Hi, Callie and Jess. Um, I am calling. It's October sixth, and about the teenage rebellion. Um, I got a butterfly tattoo, butterfly tattoo, the day after my 18th birthday, on my shoulder. Uh, and then I got a speeding ticket on the way home because I was just feeling, you know, clearly so adult that day. And I got in a lot of trouble, had to pay a really big fine and had to sit through a really long driver's education course. Um, the upside, I have never had a speeding ticket since. I'm 30 years old now and um, I always respect the speed limit. I have a challenge for you. Next time you brush your teeth, I want you to count how many times your hand goes up and down and around moves. How many times it moves in a minute. It's definitely not going to be more than 300 times. Might not even be as many as 200 times. A Bruch electric toothbrush has 31,000 movements per minute. That's why when you finish brushing your teeth with a Bruch electric toothbrush, your teeth feel like you just left the dentist. So good. So refreshing. Brushing your teeth is a game changer. And the Bruch toothbrush, by the way, is aesthetically beautiful. It's like a work of art. And that just makes you feel good when you're using it in the morning. You can save 15% off your Bruce toothbrush by going to Bruce.com, B-R-U-U-S-H.com and use the promo code upside. That's B-R-U-U-S-H.com. The promo code is upside for 15% off. Change the way you brush your teeth by brushing your teeth. Every time I hear the hormone jingle at the very end in my head, I hear Jeff and his, yeah, I miss that. Go back to doing your little jazz hand. Yeah. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Megan from Loganville. Uh, I am just calling to back you up because I swear every single thing that you do or that you have an opinion about in some way or form, I 1000% agree with. I am also a very complicated order, um, like not super complicated to me. It's not complicated at all. But if someone else is taking my order, they're like, really? So I got your back, Jeff. Good morning, guys. Um, I wanted to call and say that I totally know what Callie is talking about with the pickle juice on the sandwich, the Chick-fil-A sandwich. Um, I thought I was the only one in the world that likes the essence of pickles, but not the actual pickles on my sandwich. And I do it with grilled cheese. Whenever I make a grilled cheese, I'll take a pickle sphere and rub the juice on top of my grilled cheese. And I actually like pickles. I'll eat pickles, but I just don't like them on my sandwich. So, yes, pickle essence on bread is delicious, Callie. I'm glad I'm not alone. Okay, love you. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Carrie from Smyrna, Tennessee. I was just calling about the Teenage Rebellion conversation. And I actually went the couple days after I turned 18, went and got my lip pierced only because my parents absolutely did not want me to. And I was 18 and I could do what I wanted to. Um, I had it pierced for a while. I actually passed out in the tattoo place or piercing place when I got it pierced. 
I ended up getting a receding gum line on my front bottom tooth from it. And I still have a hole there. If you look close, you can still see, not all the way through, but it's still there. Um, but it drove me crazy, and I ended up taking it out. But the only reason I got it done was to make my parents mad, because that's what you did at 18, right? Love the show. Love you guys. Talk to you later. Jaden has $1 bill, one quarter, and two pennies. How, how, much, money, how much money does he have? Jaden broke. <laughs>